Hey y'all, this is Anonymous from Natalie, Virginia, and you're listening to a Batgirl to Oracle commentary special. I'm your host, Stella, and this is Batgirl to Oracle, the Barbara Gordon Podcast, episode 30.5 for October MMXI. Batgirl to Oracle is brought to you by MileHighComics.com, your new and collectible comic book store. Mile High Comics has an inventory of over 5 million comics from the gold, silver, bronze, and modern age, and over 100,000 trade paperbacks. If you're not into the vintage stock, Mile High Comics also has a subscription service called the New Issue Comics Express, offering a discounted price for comics ready to hit the shelves. Examples of the prices you may encounter are January's Batgirl number 5 and Birds of Prey number 5, both for $2.69. So if you're looking for vintage back issues or a great modern subscription service, be sure to check out milehighcomics.com. On September 7th, 2011, at 8.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there was a meeting of the minds between myself, Donovan Morgan Grant, Josh Bertoni, and John Wilson, along with special guest Michael Bailey at the end. And we just came together, we did a cold reading of Batgirl number one, and then we gave our thoughts. And this is what ensued. Oh, look, Donovan. Um, oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> is, is, is he online? Yeah, he just popped up. Let's make it a threesome. Yes, no good. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad. We need to get everyone's live reactions to this momentous issue. <sighs> yeah. Have you, have you peaked yet? Or no, you I, no it's just on the cover. Just on the cover. Call failed to him. What's going on? I, uh, but seriously, my first reaction uh, was this whole Peter Parker thing. Um, like, that was my opinion, too. Yeah. And, like, because because you're getting it from stuff that I've told you, I don't know if it's, you know... Right. Like, like the way that I interpret it for you might be different than the impression that you'll get. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that that's what she should be struggling with. Like, I think that the whole thing should be centered on her getting her legs back. Like ma- there should be a struggle with that. Like getting acclimated to life, uh, walking upright again. I don't think she should go back. This is what I was concerned with. It, she's going back to basically ground zero as a character, making sloppy mistakes and things like that. So I, uh, well, the cop calls her a murderer on the last page, not to say, no, we're going to um, – Stella has not read Batgirl issue one yet, so we're, gonna, we're good. Yeah, this, this is going to be like live reactions. This is this is being recorded just so you don't have any like, you know, Batman 66. <laughs> God. Oh, 
Oh my gosh, there's killing joke. Make me vomit. Are you Pete? Don't peek, Stella. Sorry. <laughs> we need to get your. Uh, I just. Uh, uh, I, I hate uh, seeing that pen over and over. And and from her, that's hypocrite. Never mind. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, so this is what we should do. We should each um read one page, do a dramatic reading one page at a time. Um, so um, what what order should we go in? Hickory dickory dock. I'll be hickory. Okay, so Don 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 will do. It'll be Don. Then I guess uh, Stella. Do you want to be second? That's fine. You know, as long as I don't get stuck with that flipping. I was just, I was, I was just That's all I'm concerned about. I better not. That would be terrible irony. Well, it's not, it's not like in the previous. Like, it's like, yes. Who is it? Yes. Oh, look through the damn people. Did I ever tell you about the first time I read Killing Joke, Stella? No, you did not. <sighs> I was at his dad's house and waiting for uh, his yoga partner. I was flipping through um, the, tr- uh, the, 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 the book at like a Borders when I was like, you know, maybe in middle school. And when I get to Barbara, you know, she's walking. So I'm like, oh, this is back before she got shot. And then I turn the page. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right before she got shot. How, um, how old were you? Um, at least I don't remember. I was at least in middle school. Oh, cause I was gonna say you must not have acquired all the bat knowledge that you have currently. Well, I knew she got shot by the Joker, but like I didn't like know it was in Killing Joke, and like these were the circumstances. It's it was very surprising. <laughs> all right, this is uh, I read it earlier this afternoon for the folks at. For the folks who may or may not be listening to this in the future, we don't know what we'll do with this file. And uh, Don and Stella's naked reactions. Oh, back early on. Yeah, <laughs> we got a cover of Barbara, you know, looking at the reader, trying to grab us, possibly to assault us. I don't know. We're the, we're, the, we're the attorneys representing Stephanie Brown, Cassandra Kane. <laughs> right. By Gail Simone, Adrian Saif, and Vincent. Vincent Sifuentes. All right, and uh, Don has page one. Okay. Prologue. We see a glove holding a, a, a page that says Karen Monsell, John Gillian, which is crossed out, Frederick and Rosa Porter, Nicholas Hall Jr., and Graham Carter. And then that gloved panel, uh, the, that gloved hand goes through a, uh, a fence where a man is watering flowers. Who the devil? Yap, yap, yap. Precisely. Mr. Carter? Yes? What are you doing in my... You survived the sinking of your transport ship off the coast of Portugal during routine maneuvers in calm conditions. Twenty-seven of your fellow, soldier, fellow sailors did not. Who are you? What do you want? I am the mirror, Mr. Carter. And this caped, cloaked figure uh, reveals something that the, the guy does not like seeing. Oh, my. Oh, my word. <laughs> what are you doing? And then he grabs, like, the, like, like the hose he was doing to water his plants. And then he, he puts... <laughs> Stella's turn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is okay. Stop this! Stop! Why, Mr. Carter? What? What? Oh, I can't handle this. I, what is really okay? So he's he's stuck the water hose in the old man's mouth. Why did you survive? Yuck! Yuck! Okay, so the guy's basically about to explode with water, and then... 
Not defending himself. I know, right? Just kind of. And then he falls forward. His glasses fall off. Yap, yap, yap. I'm not sure what that's about. The dog. Oh, okay. Good, good call there. Oh, shoot. Okay. And uh, then this guy, we see more of him than we have. There's kind of, oh, it's the mirror, right? That was the new villain. He has this globe on his chest. And he has pen to paper, and he's about to cross out Graham Carter. And then right below, we see the name Barbara Gordon. Notice no boots in between Barbara and Gordon. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Later, as the caption tells us, um, it's nighttime in Gotham City. It's, lightning uh, strikes. Yeah, they're, 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 there's lightning in the background, and uh, we see a clo- we see a silhouetted bat figure on top of a gargoyle, and it's actually the protagonist of our book. She's looking at some people with um, infrared binoculars, like so she could see through the walls of the building. And her narration says, "I'm not Barbara Gordon." Oh, cool! It's Cassandra or Stephanie or like, or it's Betty Kane. I have to keep remembering that tonight I'm not Barbara. Tonight I'm not the police commissioner's daughter. And then it switches from like her internal narration to like her talking out loud. She says, "There you are, you rotten monsters! Found you, didn't I? Oh, yes, I did, babies. How sad for you. What? That's that's really weird. Like considering that she's saying it out loud." We go back to her first-person narration. Tonight, I'm the one who poured over the details of the confidential police reports when her dad wasn't looking. I thought you weren't the police commissioner's daughter. Who's your dad? I'm the one who recognizes the vintage costumes you wear tonight as she uh, swings out her batarang, and it goes to the next page for Dawn. Tonight, I'm Batgirl. As we see uh, a once mean-sounding Barbara Gordon now suddenly smiling with the biggest grin on her face as lightning strikes in the background, but there's no rain. As, as we have a very interesting foreshortened image of the new Batgirl swinging with her boot in the air. These boots were made for swinging. DC Comics proudly presents Batgirl in Shattered, written by Gil Simone, illustrated by Ardian Saif, inked by Vicente Cifuentes, colored by Vil- Vilces Ariola. Oh my. Lettered by David Sharp, cover art by Adam Hughes, assistant editor Katie Hubert, Bobby Chase editor, Batman, created by Bob, Bob Kane. I could hear, like, in this page that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like, remarking on, because I think this is the most detailed costume uh, image that we've seen thus far. I mean, it really looks like she's wearing armor. Like, she has full on goblets on for her. Um, her gloves, so that's kind of. You mean gauntlets? Mm-hmm. What did I say? Goblets. <laughs> yeah. The goblet of fire. Yeah, gauntlets. There you go. Throw the gauntlet down. There we go. Okay. Oh boy. What? Oh my gosh. Oh man, Stella, you have a lot of bad pages. <laughs> I apparently do. You have all the grizzly ones. <laughs> oh gosh. Have you ever wanted something so badly that it was all you thought about day and night? To be free, I mean unfettered without the chains that hold us down you can't call it a dream even it's a need a necessity it's deep it's in the blood it's in the bones <laughs> that's how i feel about home invasion and murder <laughs> and then we have this guy like seriously he looks like one of those characters well he looks like a combination of the scream guy and one of those ghosts you would see on mario <laughs> you know what I'm it's you know? okay just well, what is it how do you do, like if you look at the ghost they don't follow you so yeah and yeah. spook 
he has a spook bib on for whatever reason. Please, please, just leave. We, we won't, we won't. Who are you? Oh, my. Oh, I completely changed. Oh, where? I just it's Kimberly remember. Rockmore. I know, right? <laughs> the DC reboot has made me into a homicidal maniac. <laughs> I love how, like, I love how, like, he's sitting on the foot of the bed, like, I as know, if, like, right? you know, he's, like, comforting them. And other people. <laughs> where are my manners? I'm sorry, I thought you knew. Danny, give the Ortegas a scrapbook, would you? We're the Brisby Killers. And then we have a nice little scrapbook. Oh, Family Massacre in Gotham Suburb. Jack Ryder. Hey, isn't Jack Ryder the um, guy who turns into... Yeah, the creeper. Only surviving daughter returns to gruesome scene. I, don't, I mean, we don't have to read everything, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the man who's clutching his wife, afraid for his life, says, But we don't even live in Brisby. I know. Frankly, the press came up with it. We're not that geographically rigid. Hey, turn the page to find out what happens next, all right? And then reacting as if they're reading, like, you know, the latest issue of uh, Birds of Prey. No, no, oh, no, oh, God, no. (laughs) And her husband, who looks like he can, like, you know, who looks like he can, like, take down an army, like, he's shedding some tears, too. He's like, you bastard. Now, Mr. Ortega, that hurts. We're all from good homes. In fact, loving parents, the best schools. And one of the other guys is looking out the window while this is going on. Oh, crap. What's wrong, bro? It's going to rain, I told you. Yeah, because there's lightning. It's going to rain. I left my jacket at home, man. He's really talking about this now? It's not personal, the guy says to the couple as he's holding a gun to their heads. Picked you out of a phone book. You play with us till we get bored. And maybe... We won't wake the kids, maybe, because we did see pictures of their kids on their nightstand before. Gonna get a cold, man. I know it. Why does this stuff always happen to me? They're like, this guy's like talking about like gutting this family and like debating whether he should cut the kids down. His henchman's like, oh, what if it rains? Well, that's just to show how evil they are, you see, because they they take uh, simple things like cold and murder hand in hand. Okay. It's to show their villainy. Well, while this guy's complaining about possibly getting wet, <laughs> we see out the window Batgirl swinging, uh, like, not yet making contact with the window, but swinging towards it rapidly, about to break through it. Da, 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 da. Car- crash! Oh, yes. As, as the inner monologue caption reads, as Batgirl kicks the guy right through the window, feeling a creep crumble under, under my feet. Ugh. I didn't even know how much I missed it. Danny, what the hell? Said one of the goons dressed as the devil. Sheer momentum and luck took the first guy. Unfortunately, Batgirl knees uh, the uh, running thug. I've got upper upper arm strength like a mother at this point. That's she punches true. out the other guy. And then the dude dressed as Frankenstein comes up upon her and tries to punch her. But she ducks and he misses hitting the wall. Hey, you got Tonya out cold. I did. Yeah, so that's obviously a, a subtle reference to her handicap thing with the uh, upper arm strength oh yeah well, it's, that's, that's it's <laughs> spoiler alert it's uh it's, it's gonna get a lot less subtle get her kill her go ahead and try freak show three down and the dangerous one to go hey hey okay let's hold on i'll kill them i was going to anyway but since you're here you can certainly watch i Okay, hang on. Don't don't do this. 
I got her! I got her! No. No, you don't. What? As if he can hear her speech. I know, right? <laughs> this guy who tried to restrain um, Batgirl, uh, it doesn't go too well because she grabs his wrist and then knees him. Well, not knees him. Like, kicks him with her heels in the chin. She uses his momentum to, to drive yeah. her feet up. Ugh. And then, um, meanwhile, the other guy, though, the, you know, the one with the good bedside manner, he still has the couple, you know, uh, a gun to one of their heads and a hand around the wife's neck. You back off. You're spoiling everything. I'll blow this guy's brains out. As Barbara's narration tells us, he'll do it. It's in his body language, which I learned how to read from Cassandra. No, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> Shut that, up. That, that was Cassandra's true. thing. She could read body language. Yeah. Fight a monster. Become a monster. Gotham, bless my aim. <laughs> oh my. Oh, I can't even tell who's saying that, but I guess it's Barbara. <laughs> oh my. What are you laughing at? You little man. <laughs> and then she throws a batarang into his arm. <laughs> Thought you were going to terrify the world, right? Look at you. You're a punk, a nobody. I'm frankly amazed you haven't wet yourself. Okay. I'll kill you, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. As he rushes her towards the balcony. And uh, it looks like they're both about to go over the ledge. And as Barbara thinks, okay, maybe this wasn't the best strategy. Oh, gosh. Batgirl and and the thug are hanging over the ledge as it's starting to rain. Batgirl has one arm on the ledge and the other arm (sighs) on the guy's shirt, a la the flashback from Return of the Joker with Harley Quinn. Drop me. (laughs) (laughs) Drop me, then. If I'm such a nobody, just drop me. Too much red tape creep. Don't (laughs) test me on this, though. Oh, Rusty. Way too rusty. Bless you, bless you, Batwoman. Well, close, I guess, but you're welcome. But the name's Batgirl. Call the cops, guys, okay? But these nice people are alive, and four murderers are going to jail, she thinks to herself. And they think I'm a hero. And don't try to pull this battering out till the medics arrive. Except I can't stop my legs from shaking, and I have to go to the bathroom really bad. You saved us. Bless you. It's, it's okay. I'm glad. Bless you, Miss Batgirl. <laughs> Lightning strikes as she swings off into the night sky. I got lucky. That's a win. I know that's a win. But should heroes ever be this scared, scared, scared? Oh, um, uh, <laughs> I can't believe you gave me this. This is ridiculous. You want to trade? <laughs> no, whatever. Oh. What do you think about her? Like, I have to go to the bathroom really bad. Like, I, I, I didn't quite. I've actually, that's a running gag with like a lot of girls I run into that just explicitly say, I need to pee. So I, but, I can buy it. I mean, what? But that Barbara Gordon doesn't do that. Barbara Gordon does not pee. She holds it in. Questioning Gail Simone? <laughs> As we have for, for the last several months? Have you ever heard, has Cassandra ever mentioned that? or step, No, I don't. What do you know. pee? No. That they have to go to the bathroom? What? I gotta pee! Isn't that what Roxy says in Chicago? I'm not yeah. that girl. Not tonight. Not Batman's former star pupil as I used to be. Not the girl who did everything right. Who danced through Gotham and dazzled everyone she met. So as this is going on, we have Bat. We have Baz with her hot coffee and opening a door. And there we see uh, the face of the Joker. Yes. So basically, we're rehashing Killing Joke. Tonight, I am Barbara Gordon. She of the... What? Etiquette memory. Ed- 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 etiquette or etiquette. No, eidetic. Eidetic memory. What is eidetic? Like, I guess it's like another way of saying photo. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's oh that's, that's what it is. <clears throat> so before she was not Barbara Gordon and now she is. She who never forgets. Never. <laughs> 
except how to breathe sometimes. God! Barbara Gordon, victim of a brutal home invasion three years ago. So she basically woke up from a dream, uh, and she's all sweaty. Exposition. You okay, sweetie? <laughs> I love you adding the I'm knots. I'm fine, Dad. Brave, brave Barbara Gordon. I panicked every time I heard a doorbell for months after, but I survived. The Joker never beat me. The bullet never beat me. Barbara stumbles out of her room uh, to see her father at the table um, with uh, surprisingly red hair, not gray. <laughs> what? I bet if he lifted up his shirt, he'd add uh, apple Oh, yeah. I told you about this, Don, didn't I? No, but you said you said brown hair, not red hair. No, I did. He's never had red hair. No, you didn't. Oh, yes, he has. He's, he, they, they, they've drawn him with red hair before. Well, well I, I, honestly, I, he's always been either brown or white hair. Uh, well, either way, he doesn't have gray hair. That's true. <laughs> which is uh, which is what's important. This is the first appearance of Gordon in the new universe. Uh, he was in Detective with with okay. the same with the same hair color. Uh, as as this, so uh, Gordon is also DH. You know, he's um he's a young commissioner just finishing up with his first section of college, uh, <laughs> uh, in his yeah. mid twenties, just like everyone else. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Commissioner Gordon's you know having coffee. Barbara stumbles out of her room to the table, holding her head as she thinks. But it was serious, a gut shot, uh, L L one injury. Press uh, the L one yeah. button. <laughs> her like L one vertebrae. Oh, okay. Yeah. First, yeah, first lumbar of the spinal cord. For three years, I couldn't move or f- or feel my legs. Morning, Dad. <laughs> evening. It's evening, Babs. You've slept the day away. Whoa. What are you smiling about, Cheshire Cat? <laughs> Barbara's uh, narration continues to, you know, tease us about, you know, what happened. Uh, to change this new status quo, she says, then a miracle happened. I can't believe it, even now. <laughs> As Gordon continues, nothing, everything. Can't a father be happy to see his daughter, to see his beautiful, gifted daughter walk? And Barbara smiles. I, I would kill for a donut or three. Sprinkles glaze. I want it all. What? <laughs> she wants this ish. For d- 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 donuts are the new waffles. Oh, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> and then as Barbara thinks, best dad in the world... He really, truly is. As uh, Commissioner Gordon takes her hand, you don't have to do this, Barbara. You could stay here. With me, I mean. Uh, why does he have to clarify that? I don't like, know. Like, it's, you stay can here stay on here. planet Earth in our solar system. Stay solar here, right? I'll, I'll move out, you know, but... <laughs> but I can't, Dad. You know that. As Barbara thinks, it's uh-huh. tempting to stay here where you are most loved. But as with everything, sometimes you have to let it go. I'm sorry, Dad. I love you, but, well, it's trying to stretch my legs, don't you think? With legs in bold. Oh, yay. Donovan gets uh, Milladon- Milladonovan as I. Oh, okay. Uh, we cut to uh, Barbara outside of a uh, building which, where the placard on top says Cherry Tree Hall. The inner mo- monologue caption reads, Time to spread my wings. Well, here it is, my new life. I wouldn't exactly call it promising. Uh, a woman pops out with short black hair and and uh, sunglasses. It's Mila Donovan. Uh, <laughs> Mila Donovan crosses universes and meets Barbara Gordon. <laughs> and she's regained her sight. It's like two previously handicapped girls. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you still feel that way, but go ahead. Oh, uh, you're the woman from Greg's List? Oh, my Gordon. gosh. 
Sorry. <laughs> Product placement. I know, right? Gorgon? Gordon. Uh, Barbara Gordon. Gordon. <sighs> Follow me, Gordon. Barbara Gordon. There, she's okay. moving in with someone who she hasn't met before. That's, like, really scary. I think it's Cascade. That, that, that happens all the time. Oh, geez. But you at least meet them before you, like, move your boxes over. That's true. Like, roommates interview each other. Like, it's... <laughs> And in Gotham City, okay, keep going. <laughs> You're running, we're running out of pages for to find sense then. Okay, it's not the best neighborhood, but it's centralized. And my roommate works nights. Oh my god, it's Clancy. He does too. I tend bar at night and paint during the day. I don't really have any rules except no creepy boyfriends, please. Do you have a creepy boyfriend, Gordon Barbara Gordon? I wish. That didn't come out right. And the deal maker, the trump card? I can actually afford it, I think. It's not much, but it's almost nothing. Do you just love it? Yes, very much so. Uh, don't you think maybe you should put those boxes down there, GBG? Is this going to be a running gag? <laughs> well, it's their third mention, so let's see. And one she page. says, yeah, she says it in the second panel. Follow me, <laughs> Gordon, Barbara Gordon, in the third, pa- in the third panel. And then, so yes. Three three jokes about it in one page. It's a running gag. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even... Yeah. I just, There's no I, violence on this page. <laughs> Find your strength. Yeah, and I'm just trying to figure out the previous page. Like, we go from uh, an attractive Barbara Gordon to, like, kind of an ugly drawn. Ugly. Well, her hair is, her hair's like, like, pulled back for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. She, like... That's, like, a really small room. And, I, and, and I've lived in rooms like that before, yeah. you know, because, you know, I have that budget. But, I mean, she was just living in Cord Tower. <laughs> Who's Ted Cord? Come on! I'll help. Then I'll make some tea and we can discover what things we both hate. Really? That'd be, that'd be nice. But just fair warning, okay? I'm kind of an activist. All good? Fight the power on the wall. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good idea, Joe. <laughs> fight oh. the power on the wall. Like, okay, like, usually when you have fight the power, you're, like, outside of City Hall or outside of, you know, like, some building or something. Like, You're not protesting your own house. <laughs> yeah, she, she's pro, like, what power in her own house? Like, her? Like, is she, like, protesting the, you know, shenanigans in the kitchen? Does the kitchen <laughs> have an unjust, like, you know, system? <laughs> like, no one's going to see that but her and Barbara. Oh, gosh. It took a while after the shooting to let strangers back in. Well, should you ever let strangers in? It'd be nice to have someone to have tea with. (laughs) We're all good. Hectic, hectic day. Hectic, hectic day. But all, all good. Which person is talking? I can't tell which annoying voice I should use. (laughs) They fist bump, so, you know. Oh, it's uh... something else, I guess. If I could just get five minutes alone with that Murdy and her scuds. Well, first, you know, he's asleep, right? Second, our little thrill killer got himself a slashed hand and a snoot full of meds. Wait till his lawyer shows Mel. Do-do-do. And then we have, oh, the Asian back again. My shift starts in 20, but I can help you unpack this, your van? Yes, no, wait! Uh-oh, what's she gonna find in the van? Uh, I mean, as Barbara, like, blocks the entrance to this van, um... I'll do it. Got some fragile stuff, you know. Suit yourself. You like? I like Stella's voice for her. <laughs> Wheelchair lift, huh? Someone in your family? Yeah. Sort of. That's my biggest fear, being trapped in a chair like that. Can you imagine? <laughs> like prison. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> As Barbara thinks, 
She doesn't mean anything by it. <laughs> I know she doesn't. It's the Joker know, in disguise. She doesn't know what it's like. What the chair help? What the chair helps you do? And I guess I just don't feel like like explaining that to her able bodied but well intended good self right now. Okay, this is gonna work. Sorry, Rumi. I'm a hugger. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna like this chick. I I, I can't <laughs> I, I can't even tell what her personality is gonna be because here she's like you know friendly like like ditzy girl that doesn't have a filter who's friendly in the previous page she's like by the way i'm an activist fight the power then like the first page she's like you better not have a creepy boyfriend whoops i got your name wrong like she's about as schizophrenic as michelle rodriguez (laughs) this is spider-man gosh darn it one problem that i have with this book like is the scenes don't know how to transition like in the page that stella just read like for two panels like they were randomly in the hospital and then like back with barbara and her roommate here they yeah yeah. But that's an issue I think that Simone sometimes has because we were encountering that in Birds of Prey. Because after Barbara's, like, you know, hugging her new, you know, BFF, um, the, the, they got, the person who we're assuming is Mirror, you know, goes up to um, a desk at the hospital and it says, Hi, I'm Heidi. Here to see Mr. Renskin. Theodore. Name, please. <laughs> in the face. Mirror, he announces oh as he punches her in the face. And oh then, God. you know, little security guard. Oh, all right. Hang on, big fella. Back off. I mean it. Halt. I will shoot you. I believe you. <laughs> Says Batman from the Dark Knight. Shots. Uh, uh, we cut to, like, inside the hospital room where, um... Uh, Officer Mel and Officer Guy who sat down was talking. Shots fired. What the hell is going on? Call it in. Call it in! Precinct 63, we have an emergency here. Repeat, we have... Then we come back to Barbara Gordon again. (laughs) In her mall. Okay, so yeah, I secretly routed it so I could get my dad's text alerts. Don't judge me. I don't have have a bat signal call my own. Yet. Uh, Alicia? I have to go now. Sorry. What? Already? So wait, what? So she said, like, she she did what to get her dad's text messages? That's so special. She like she like rerouted like so when like the police send him something like like oh okay. go- so I thought, I thought it was like like text from Gordon, not too Gordon. <laughs> he starts getting like you know texts from like say from Sarah Essen, you know who who's who might be alive in this new continuity. Like, hey Jim, lonely need you <laughs> oh gosh that's yeah shots are getting closer we have to investigate and walk into possible terrorist attack aren't you a cop we wait for backup detective as the manual states that's an order okay i may not have a batmobile but i, I still can arrive in style as batgirl gets out of her van and opens the door to see a uh, bat cycle with a like bat treadmark on the wheel, which we which we've seen before, isn't that's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Come come to mama, sweetheart, as she opens it. So here it's in a van, whereas back in nineteen seventy six she has it behind a brick wall underneath her apartment building. Cops are going into standard terror protocol. It's negotiate n- negotiation basically. It could last hours. Who knows how many inside could be dead by then? Can't let that happen. I really, really don't like hospitals, by the way. Sorry, sorry, Batgirl emergency. And she almost runs over those people. 
They're at the door. They're at the door. We are Gotham police detectives. You will get away from the door or we will be forced to shoot. Shoot, McKenna, shoot. Hey, hey, what the hell is happening? Bazoom. Yeah, no, <laughs> Good evening. God. <laughs> Wait, so first, like, he says, we wait for backup, and then he says, shoot, before you even see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't even know. And Mirror pops in with guns blazing. <laughs> Your angel of death awaits. <laughs> Chucky Saul. <laughs> you ain't the bat. Your angel of death awaits. Oh, God. See. I want you, Chucky boy. So, um, new Latino slash African-American cop. Oh, yeah, I just realized it's like. I don't know. This, I, I got the feeling she was Latino, African American, through no like Miles Morales she's, coincidence. She's not white. No, I was right. just like, wait, is this Renee Montoya? That's why I thought it, it, it's not. They call her a different name. Yeah, Mel. So, so she's on the floor, you know, bloody, and it looks like the mirror stepping on her. Yeah. We'll s- and like her partner, will someone? T- oh no, that's not her partner because he's dead. The, 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 the guy in the hospital bed. <laughs> will someone tell me what the hell is happening? As a uh, you know. Uh, I guess let, let, let's let's call her Mila Morales. <laughs> you killed my partner. Yes. Sorry. Well, at least he apologized. He had coming. And then and then oh, but then he kicks her in the head. So I guess that's why he was apologizing. <laughs> Theodore Enkin, you should have fallen. You're on that list. <sighs> and then once again, no scene transition. Barbara. With the motorcycle on the elevator. It's. It, I, I feel like this is like a gag or something. Like. <sighs> you be a lamb and hit the button for the 14th floor and uh the mirror does what he does best and you know as gail simone does what she does best you know scene transitions and the mirror the mirror you know opens up his cloak and shows the guy either counterfeit watches or his genitalia i don't know <laughs> he's a streaker yeah flash see your true face theodore <laughs> theodore screams as barbara rides on her motorcycle into the room okay this looks ugly I don't know who you are, big man, but you've shot a, co- a, a Gotham cop. It's over for you. Back off and assume the position. Oh, my. Oh, here you go, Don. Don and Stella have the final two pages. Oh, this actually works out uh, Close up on a gun being pulled. I don't uh, think so. Uh, as, he, as, he, as he points a gun down to her legs, I suppose. Oh, oh the gun. It's, it's pointed right, right at the same. <laughs> oh, he's going to kill me. Take him down, whoever you are. Take him out. He killed my partner. Then we see a panel of uh, Joker shooting Barbara, just like in The Killing Joke. He's going to shoot me. I can't. I can't. Then Batgirl's eyes are bugged out looking at that gun, while the woman behind her says, Move! Take him down! What's wrong with you? Yes. Yes. Move! And the, the mirror grabs... No, he grabs the guy's uh, hospital bed with the guy still handcuffed to it as he points him toward the mirror. Like, like oh, there's a woman from Fast Flashpoint in the mirror. I froze. He pointed that gun at my spine. I froze. Too late, little girl. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the page. Oh, Stella's got the last page. <laughs> Good night, ladies. It's been a pleasure. Dear God in heaven. Ooh, you let him kill that man. You just watched him die. What have I done? Next, cut short, cut deep. 
<laughs> I just know it's your fault. He fell out the window. I blame you, Batgirl. You, you, you. Okay, let's go around the John, have you read this yet? I have. Oh, yeah. John read it. Let's, let's go around the horn, and I, I want Stella to say first what she thought. Me first? Oh, I don't know what to say about Ladies that. first. It's, it's, it, this, this is your girl, Stella. It, it's just tough. It's tough for me. Right, so this doesn't seem like the, the Barbara Gordon I know, and I, I can't decide whether it should be or I just need to separate that part of myself and, and take this on completely different. Um, I think Gail Simone is still, she still has kind of the weak points that she's had in Birds of Prey. Well, obviously the weak transitions, making jokes out of things that aren't necessarily funny. Um, and I just don't know if I, I don't like the whole thing that she's struggling with, um, having this new place to live. It just doesn't seem like the Barbara Gordon we know. Like, why do I want to learn and follow Barbara Gordon have roommate trouble potentially it's probably going to happen hijinks what are you talking have, about that roommate seems completely stable no not at all no <laughs> and, three different personalities. Uh, <laughs> that she can't afford things like that's not the Barbara Gordon I want to follow I want to follow Barbara Gordon that um, maybe is learning the tricks of the detective trade you know getting to be a better Batgirl but not making dumb mistakes not having these kind of Peter Parker esque issues. This is just, uh, and and you know, a lot of the points I feel like, like you mentioned, you were joking when you said about Cassandra Kane, but that I mean, the body language, Cassandra Kane, someone falling out of the window. That's Stephanie Brown. That was the first uh, year someone fell out of the window, and she felt extremely guilty about it. And I think it's very ironic that we keep we showed uh, Killing Joke two times, and Gail Simone is the person who wrote. Women in refrigerators. So why she's bringing that up is is a little frustrating. And it's the elephant in the room. I know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think you can't you can't tell this story and not have the killing joke be there. The whole point is that the killing joke still in continuity. I know, but I I think I mean why go? I don't know. I feel like this issue should have been about like how did she get her legs back? If it was this like miraculous thing. And why is she talking about, I need to stretch my legs, I need to get away from you, Dad, when she was living on her own for however long she was Oracle? I don't know if her career in Oracle is still in play. Oh. No, it is. no, 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 no. They said that she was Oracle. Yeah. Did they say that she was Oracle? They, they said, they've confirmed that more than once, that she was Oracle. Okay. Because this Barbara Gordon does not seem like the Barbara Gordon who was Oracle. No, definitely not. No, no it doesn't. I mean, this is like first year... Barbara Gordon. This is like really I mean, going back she, in her career. If she tried to go to school and she got shot by the Joker and that put a cramp in her school plans and now she's finished the first segment of school, I don't think that necessarily she has been the Oracle. Now, if they've said it on stage or something, then that's one thing. But um, I'm kind of, and, and I know that this is not necessarily all's perspective, but in these books, I'm taking. Only what's on the page, unless it's been like in a in a recorded interview somewhere, because um, like I don't know what's happened to her and what other Batgirls there have been. Um, Damian like, Wayne was the last Batgirl. Yeah, Damian Wayne. Oh we know her. Him. It. <laughs> that. Uh. And, I, and I, I think Superman was sort of his inspiration in doing that. But um, 
that was random. But uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know the Snorkel, and I don't know there have been other Batgirls. That's it's, just me. The first issue of uh, Stephanie Brown series... Um, Which I didn't like. Well, like, as far as anyone following the DC, like, before this knows, like, Stephanie Brown's Batgirl. All of a sudden, she's not Batgirl. Just like in the last series, Cassandra Cain was Batgirl. Then all of a sudden she wasn't. And I think that they did a really good job in Stephanie's first Batgirl issue of like, well, okay, good job. I, um, it, 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 was, it was out of character for Cassandra. But like, you know, they established in the issue, like why Cassandra wasn't Batgirl anymore and like her giving the mantle to Stephanie. It was contrived, but they established it. And it's, um, it didn't take away from the story. It didn't stop the story dead. It like, it, it took only about a page. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think that they could have done something like that here and I understand you know moving forward but you know if they can put in a killing joke flashback then they're not moving completely forward you know they are referencing some things in the past and I think like what happened to the last person who had the mantle of Batgirl who had a series of Batgirl less than 30 days ago mm-hmm. I do think that that's something that needs to be addressed sooner rather than later but uh, yeah. it's it, it's problematic. Um, she does mention the um, uh, Mila Donovan that she uh, she's uh, single. She doesn't have a boyfriend, so yeah. If um, she had a boyfriend randomly, that would be even stranger. Well, her and Nick were dating, but like they weren't. I don't think her and Nick. Were they really? Yeah. Well, yeah, like, like, like casually, but like I don't think that they ever kissed or anything. But the, the, no. weren't they dating Stella? Yeah, I, I think they were dating. Well, well I mean, not, well, this is going to be like, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man Classics, where we're going <laughs> to define what dating is. I'll never, but, I'll never do that again. But they've been on dates, yes. But I mean, I guess you know, I guess that's no big surprise. But at least that's like that, that, that's one more thing that we know about her, and uh, you know, the list of what what do we know and what do we not know. She's um. <sighs> She's apparently, like, financially uh, restricted enough that, like, that room that she's in, it's a pretty small room. And she says, I can actually afford it, I think. So You know, it's almost as though she doesn't even – she's not even related to Batman because back in the day when she was, like, on her own, she was doing things on her own. Because if she still had ties to Batman, then this wouldn't really be a possibility. This wouldn't be, really be a reality or you wouldn't think so. She spent a lot of time as or- – her first, her first era as Oracle was completely separate from Batman. I don't know if that matters at all, or if that's you know plays into this at all. Right. But um, yeah, yeah, Suicide Squad. She didn't um, she didn't do much in the Batman books until after Nightfall. Like she showed up around Nightfall, but it was like very, very, very few and far and in between. It's yeah, I think uh, Nightfall saw a big shift in how the the bat the satellite. Bat she was in one scene at Nightfall. Yeah, and like you could tell that her and Batman were not in like constant contact because she makes a mention to him being in the chair and like. Batman's like, how does she know? And then Alfred's like, is there anything that the Oracle doesn't know? Yeah, I, I don't think she. I don't think she got back into the Bat Family proper until like around Contagion, I guess. It, it, it was around Contagion. It, it's the, the, the St- Stella made the comment, and um, it this feels like a Spider-Man story. Moving into a new apartment, and like I can barely afford this. Joking about that, you know, the wacky roommate. Um, fighting somebody, failing and having someone die, and having the cop point and blame you. You know, that and, like, the elevator scene. Like, th- this felt like a Spider-Man story to me. What did you, what did you think about this issue, John? Um, I thought it was fun. I thought the um, the villain was 
was freaky. Uh, I, I kind of dug the villain. I don't know what he's doing to those people, but it's obviously some psychological hoobajoob that I wouldn't want to have done to me. Um, ooh, the ooh. art, they're making Batgirl... There's a lot of shadows on Batgirl. And based on the cover, I had expected this to be a brighter comic. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really, they're really casting her kind of dark visually doesn't entirely line up with the script for her because, you know, she, she's kind of an optimistic person here. Um, I don't entirely get her hang-up on the Joker. Yeah. Okay. So you not read she, The Killing Joke? No, I've read The Killing Joke. No, that's not what I'm saying. Um, she, whatever miracle, whatever brand new day has happened to make her walk again, um, it has happened. That's fine. So she's going to get used to walking again and being being a walking person. She's had three years to cope with the Joker. And while I understand that some traumas stay with you in, in some really major ways, I wouldn't have expected her to freeze up with a gun pointed at her, especially if she's had a career as Oracle. She was with the Suicide Squad. If she was with the Suicide Squad, and she you know, would have gotten into some major situations with all that. Um, as Batgirl, well, I don't know. Um, I was going to say as Batgirl, she probably had a lot of guns pointed at her, but that's pre-Joker, so I don't know. Um, that her strength in that area could have been wiped out with the whole Joker thing, but I don't know. It just seems like she's, they're playing up her fear of the Joker a bit, a bit higher than I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and somebody they, died as a result of it. Right, right. And I just, I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting her to freeze up there. I would have thought she could have gotten past it. Um, I do feel like, I made a joke a second ago, I do feel like there's a certain brand new day element here mm-hmm. where she has gone from one status quo to another and we don't know why. I mean, yeah. yep. was her broken spine in Europe for the last three years? I just don't know um, exactly what the story is there. And I, I, I don't know how to... The power of love. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, one bullet in time. That'll be the really. Real. <laughs> I don't know how because I I do think that we got a nice balance of story and flashback, and if this first arc answers all of our questions over the course of the arc, then I think that is satisfactory storytelling speed. Um, I don't want the miracle that happened that she references in this story to be something that just kind of sits out there. As I say that, though, I feel kind of silly because, like, it's going to be some sort of, sign, you know, pseudoscience mumbo-jumbo. You could make up any story you want to to fill in the blank. But I do still feel like we need them to give us something, some sort of explanation. I think I know what it is now. It, like, just occurred to me, this mirror guy, like, when he, you know, opens up his trench coat, like, these people see, like, their traumas or something. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know, but I think that he's going to open it up on Barbara Gordon or Batgirl, and it's going to make her relive, like, getting shot, and then, like, yeah. fla- it, and then that's when we're going to find out, like, you know. She relived this twice. <laughs> in this yeah, well, like, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, because I was talking to John about this earlier. I, I guess this was on your Facebook or something where I said, you know, they could have said what happened to Steph. And you said, I think you said, and I, I could pull it in front of me the quote, it's um, that, you know, well, this is moving forward and establishing the new status quo first, which I can appreciate. But they had time for this. The um, 
you know, show, showing the killing joke. And if you can show the killing joke three different times, then you can, like, have two panels of Steph saying, it's all yours, Barbara. I have to do. I'm finally reunited with my adopted daughter again. Oh, or not adopted daughter. I'm finally reunited, well, adopted by somebody else. I, I'm in a weird place with Batgirl because I am trying to come into this new 52 with as blank a slate as possible. But of all the characters they're using that have had recent developments impact their lives in a big way, Batgirl is one of them. And so I do feel like we do need some storytelling. Whereas with Superman, I'm just on for the ride. And with Batman, I feel like um, other than his history of Robins, I don't really know what necessarily needs to have been kept from his storyline. As long as as long as he's being Batman, I'll be okay. But I do feel like Batgirl needs some explanation because she's more than just a girl who went to a costume ball. She does have this history with the wheelchair in her that's essential to her character now. And um, and we need some explanation there. And and, and I, I'm, I'm dominating the mic, but y'all can talk. Yeah, no, yeah, J- Josh, you go. Oh, no, no, no. I just, we're all thinking of the different talking points. I mean, we got crazy roommate who's an activist slash bark. Okay, like, I mentioned, this, I mentioned this during the recap. <sighs> Barbara talks about how it's been hard for her to let people into her life and trust strangers and how, like, whenever she would hear the doorbell ring, like, she'd think it was the Joker, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's scared. She's on edge. But what she does is you can tell from the page she agrees to move in with someone who she has not met before, mm-hmm. which, like, if, if even if you're even if I, even if it's a good price, like, at least, <laughs> like, meet with the person, okay. like. It doesn't even seem like they've had a phone conversation before. She's like, "You're Gordon Bart." Like it's, they're they've definitely not conversed on the phone. Like maybe they emailed each other, and they haven't. They don't know enough about each other. They're, they just agreed to live together with like no preparation at all. Which in a city like Gotham City, and obviously with a roommate nutty like that, it's uh, I find that to be a very very poor choice. Yeah. It just, I don't know, it doesn't seem like, and I was just, wasn't I talking to you, Donovan, about, like, street, far, street smarts versus book smarts? Yeah. Like, I it just doesn't, uh, she, in the past, she has had a lot more, like, common sense than this. I don't know if that falls on the side of street smarts or book smarts, but, like, right now, she does not seem like the smartest member of the Bat family. Oh, God, no. Well, here's the thing. I mean, That's they said nice. up front that they're rolling back the clock and they're presenting Barbara as a little less experienced, a little younger. I mean, they said that. So I, I none of this really comes as a surprise to me. It's just impossible to, to say, well, she was still Oracle because Oracle, she was so mature as yeah. Oracle. She was so independent and strong and powerful <clears throat> as Oracle. And... For one, that all that's gone for, for a new reader's purposes, which, okay, I, I don't like it, but I can roll with it. But here's the problem. Like, like when the whole time she's doing her best Michael Keaton Batman impersonation <laughs> and talking talking to herself about, there you are, you rotten little monsters, I found you. Yes, I did. I don't – this doesn't sound like Barbara Gordon to me. Thank and this is – yeah, yeah. I don't care if Gail Simone's writing this because, like, when, when her inner monologue says, tonight, I'm Batgirl – that to me that that gives a sense that she is in this legendary role of of a crime fighter and it's great. But you have to remember, a she created she created that mantle 
And B, the fact that she wasn't Batgirl, she's moved on. She's moved past that. Uh, if 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 we're going if we're if we're going to uh, treat it as this now, then we're t- then we're taking all those times where she was like in self doubt and insecure about not being Batgirl anymore and gotten past that and lived on with her life. Well, that that that, that just didn't happen. So it's it's directly invalidating like who the character is. This isn't Barbara Gordon. I mean, it's it's one thing to put Barbara Gordon as Batgirl again. That's bad enough. But the, but to then completely change the character and codify it to a person that she never really was in the first place and do it on really easy terms. Like like she's scared of the Joker. She's scared of guns. I mean, th- this is this is like this. Is, it's almost as though someone had knew that there was a Batgirl who got shot and was in the wheelchair and then becomes Batgirl again and then wrote her wrote a series about her. I kind of read a lot of that as I, her- like. This 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 goes beyond like how I felt about Gail Simone. Like, it's just really surprising that this is coming from her. It really is. Go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off a minute ago. Um, I kind of felt like a lot of that stuff at the beginning was not her talking about becoming some other role, but her talking about returning to the what she used to do. Um, and and I do think that it, it continues to reaffirm the idea that her Oracle stuff was if it did happen, much less extensive than we, you know, tend to think it is now. Um, Because what she's telling herself is she's not the poor, helpless girl that she's been for the last three years in a wheelchair. Now she's the girl. That's not who she... Sorry. She was never poor, helpless. Exactly. She's putting putting aspersions on herself, which she's she's moved past. Like, she's... Now that she's walking in... I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. If she... if But... My 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 point to all that is that it's she's talking as if she were an oracle, and it's if if she wasn't oracle for those three years, if she got shot by the killing in the killing joke and stopped her heroing activities, then this is just the sort of pep talk she would need to give herself to get back into the game. I'm not Barbara Gordon. I'm not the police commissioner's daughter. I'm the one who saw the masks, who saw the clues, who put it together, and I'm going to be Batgirl again tonight. That's, that's a self-pep talk that she shouldn't need, but maybe this version of her does. And I, it's not something I like because I, I like Oracle and the fact that that's being, a, that, that's being at least belittled. And, and Josh and I mentioned earlier that maybe some writers don't really know exactly what all's going on and, and the whole Oracle <laughs> thing is if someone said that she was Oracle, if that wasn't Gil Simone, then then um then maybe it was on maybe it was inaccurate i don't know i think she said in the jill pantazzi interview that she was still oracle it's it's, it's, it's a pep talk that she, that oracle shouldn't have to give herself yeah i mean my other big thing with this issue was um the scene transitions and like it's they're not made very well and when they are made like you get barbara meeting her roommate and then when they transition to the hospital, it's only for two panels, and then it's back to Barbara and her roommates, and it's – and then at one point, it's, like, alternating. Like, it's it's the hospital, then it's Barbara and her roommate, then it's the hospital, then it's Barbara. Like, on, on the page where the guy gets shot in the face, there – every single scene is a scene transition except for the last two panels of Barbara getting her cycle. And that's uh, that. Th- that can get very confusing. Mm-hmm. The, the the only plus side that you can see of that is that at least we only have one main character to focus on, whereas Birds of Prey, like, 
in in those junior issues, we had at least three different perspectives going on. <laughs> so uh, at least we only have one. So hopefully there'll be less shifting. But I do agree that it's um, yeah, that that her weak point for whatever reason is transitions. No, there's there's honestly, I found a lot of weak points in this comic. Mm-hmm. Um, like the dialogue. Honestly, Barbara Gordon. I mean, it's not just like the fact that like it's a different context with with her. First of all, is she like? Does she have an X-ray vision? That's uh, that, that that's like infrared binoculars or something. I don't know. Infrared binoculars can look through brick walls. Which hopefully um, that or were yeah, I don't know. I think it's like heat. I don't know. Yeah, like they it's, could be heat since she. It's like, yeah. It's that thing from Arkham Asylum where, like, you press the top button on your Xbox control. Detective mode. <laughs> well, it's – it's. I, I was really debating whether this was good dialogue or not. I, re- I really was because Barbara is the kind of person to have fun with, like, mm-hmm. fighting crime. But it's like, oh, yes, feeling a creep crumble under my feet. And then she, like, she like starts trash-talking the guy, which is a fight a monster, become a monster. Uh, what are you laughing at? You little man. Thought you were going to terrify the world, right? Look at you. You're a punk. You're nobody. I'm frankly amazed you have what yourself. I don't know. It's, it's like, I guess she could, she would, Barbara Gordon would say something like that, but it just feels, it feels as though either she's trying too hard or, or Gail Simone's trying too hard. But and I'm not sure which one it is. Yeah. And, and I agree with you there. And I also feel like, just like her roommate, she's a bit schizophrenic because it seems like what she says out loud is, is closer to the Batgirl that um, we're used to, where... Um, not just Stephanie, but, you know, Batgirl in the past, like, she always used to have fun with her dialogue when she was hitting and stuff. But then the internal dialogue is very dark, and it's all about, like, this place uh, where she was and how she got from it, which we obviously don't know. So it's, like, very two different tones that we're seeing side by side. I'm looking at Gail Simone's post on CBR because she's been talking about the issue today, and somebody said that they, like, had a pet peeve that Barbara wasn't wearing glasses except for the Killing Joke flashback. And uh, Gail said, dude, believe me, I know, which I don't even know if that's sarcastic or like Gail saying, oh, no, I petitioned D.C. to give her glasses and they didn't do it. Which is also the fact that like there's a lot of exposition here. And like, I mean, there has to be. But it's like it's all of all of a sudden she's she's like, remember, she's like, I don't know. Is, is this supposed to be her first night as Batgirl again? I, I suppose it is. That's what it feels like. Um. It they 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 could retcon and say that it wasn't because I didn't get anything in there that said like this is her first night back. Which is like tonight I'm back, girl. Tonight I'm not Barbara Gordon. <laughs> and I, I wonder what her dad knows at this point because he yeah, he's yeah. found out she yeah. was Batgirl about a half dozen times and uh, a few <laughs> years ago she found out he found out that he he t- uh, she told him that he was that she was Oracle. So yeah. what is that? I bet you I bet you I mean they don't, there's nothing here that suggests he doesn't know but I bet you he doesn't know. Because that, that would add more hijinks to her young college life. Oh, gosh. You know, yeah. And, and this is another thing I have. Like, this roommate, you know, we're going to be forced with some sort of, like, friendship. And they're going to be BFF. And, you know, how many times have I said that I really like Barbara and Dinah? And then over in Birds of Prey, apparently Dinah and Starling are going to have this great friendship. And that just really upsets me like that. No. But, well, it doesn't mean that they'll be best friends. I don't think. I can like see it now, though. Like she's gonna be like, Barbara, you missed the protest. Where were you? And then like just like Spider Man, it's like I can't tell her that I was too busy fighting the mirror. I guess you don't know anything about you know protesting and or responsibility. I know. Right? I haven't been this is disappointed with you since the night you were shot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
And the and the thing about I mean going back to what Donovan was talking about about you know I am Batgirl or wait no tonight I am not blah 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 so right and then the sh- this kind of connects to the shadows as well DC because I know some inside stuff right DC seems to really like to darken their characters and make them all like Batman and I feel like this is kind of the proof in the pudding <laughs> uh, because Batman is like really separate a separate identity from Bruce Wayne. And I think that Barbara Gordon, like, part of being Barbara Gordon is being Batgirl. Just like when Stephanie Brown were to say, she always used to say, I'm Stephanie Brown and I'm the new Batgirl. It was always hand in hand. But now it's an either or situation. So, like, it's as if, like, Batgirl is now Batman. Do you think we're just reading too much into this? And, like, we should. Oh, just, I, I, yeah. no. Absolutely. We've been talking about it for. Uh... <laughs> no, it, it's like. I. I uh... It's a mix between the dialogue, the the shoddy story transitions, and just like it's almost as though to justify her, like to get the reader excited about her seeing Batgirl again, they feel as though they have to, whether intentionally or not, subliminally mark, subliminally downgrade her time as Oracle. She's like, I'm not Barbara Gordon anymore. I'm Batgirl. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if this if this whole relaunch wasn't happening and she was Batgirl again, she would just she would spend the entire time says, okay. I gotta get used to this again. I'm I'm Batgirl. Yeah. Um, I'm like I'm a costume. I, I get, I'm getting the back. I, I'm feeling it. Okay, okay, okay. It's been a while, but now I'm Batgirl. I, she wouldn't like. She wouldn't feel as though this is like, this is like the best day of her life. She, it would be it would be a trans it would be a life transition. Right. But it, it's 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 almost as though she feels she's getting a second chance, and and in a sense she is. I mean, she missed being Batgirl, but it's almost as though like I don't know. It, it's 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 almost as though you were with somebody and then you and then you break up and then you miss them for a long time and it takes you a while to get over that person mm-hmm. but then you move on with your life and everything's fine and then you get back with them again and then like you well I, I'm out of that dark place anymore you know like I, I was in hell but now now everything's good again discounting all that individuality that you gained as you as you accepted that that stake in your life and it feels very disingenuous. Another thing to consider too is. Um... If we're going to debate on how she got her mobility back, um, it doesn't look like it was a case of like her going to physical therapy for months, and then like there was that one moment where she like took a step by herself, you know, with her physical therapist Shashan. Um, it's Shashan. like, <laughs> oh, did I mention she's your new physical therapist? Back? <laughs> yeah, Shashan really, she's the physical therapist for everyone in Marvel and DC. She really gets she's around. Like the it's night a, nurse. Yeah. I'd I'd read a Shashan uh, physical therapist nightmare series. I would too. Oh <laughs> She'd be serving sandwiches left and uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. it but, but like the dot the it indicates based on Gordon's reaction and based on what she's saying like in her like little that, that like this was not a gradual thing. This is something that happened suddenly. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, mm-hmm. just like. I have no strong opinion on that either way. Just um, you know, just something to note, though, for the because it's new information. Maybe it's all connected to Batgirl number twenty-four volume. What volume would that be? Two. It said three, but it's like the only reason, the only way it would work is three if they're counting the Batgirl special from the eighties as a a volume, or if they're counting uh, Cassandra's miniseries as a volume. Oh, okay. Well, maybe she, um, maybe she inhaled some black mercy, and this is like an alternate kind of storyline. 
and she's going to wake up at some point in a hospital one year from now. And in the past three years, I've bought Batgirl number one uh, three times. Uh, and in my lifetime, I've bought it four times. Just, uh, j- j- just it- it's interesting, though, that, like, this is the their third, uh, go- well, the miniseries doesn't count, but that was a Batgirl number one, um, that their, thir- their third go in three years. Batgirl miniseries, Batgirl proper, Batgirl with Stephanie Brown and all this. But then again, then again, Cassandra's series started over a decade ago. I just happened to buy that this year, this past year. I remember getting Cassandra series like new on the stands. I was like really excited for a Batgirl series at the time. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that she would have stayed with her dad because I think that was one of the relationships that I talked about on TBU um, that I, I'd like to see this relationship grow because that was one of the strong points in Batgirl Year One was her relationship with her father. But instead, we have to supplement that with the. Uh, with the crazy roommate who protests who protests uh living room living room policies yeah she she sure showed the power by like defacing her own apartment to write fight the power on her own wall that's going to make those uh big wigs in city hall take notice so she will sure show mary hamilton hill you know what what the other we should talk about is like if you were a new reader and you want to get into this character do you think this would be a successful start to the first issue of the series, hypothetically? No. For me, no, because of that killing joke. I don't think it it really starts off fresh um, because you st- it's still tying too much to the past. I mean, I understand that they want to show us that, yes, old readers, it still is in there. But I think as a new reader, I'd be confused, like, why is she talking about all this stuff? Like, what has happened? Where is this scene from? And then probably Googling, like, Batgirl shot by the Joker and then having to go through all that and figure stuff out. So for a new reader, I think, I mean, I would have to probably ask someone who is a legit new reader, but this doesn't seem like a virgin white tabula rasa kind of issue to me. I think people don't give new readers enough credit. I mean, oh. I mean, they they don't need everything to be completely like from the blank to like jump in. It's not as clean a sheet as um, as some of the other characters are going to have. I mean, I guess it told you what you needed to know about Barbara, except her mobility, mm-hmm. which I think that's going to frustrate a lot of people. It sure frustrated me that they're going to pick up this book, and everybody's first question is, "How can she walk again?" And that's not answered. Which, I guess they have to leave some things a mystery. I don't know. I wish that there well, would have been a way that they could have, like, done it. As long as it's not a Mysterio two-parter eight months down the road oh, that gets continuity wrong. That's all I'm saying. Eight part. I do think that, what, though, that, like... you referencing? Was it eight months? How long was it that they did the two-parter with Harry Osborne and... Oh, and, that, that, yeah, no, they, that, 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 that was a two-month thing. I do think, though, that, the, like, like, just... In terms of a straight up story for a first issue, I really feel like like first issues should be like really bang boom, and not just. I think that these days, people just treat first issues of series as just at the beginning of a story, and so. Justice League the, definitely that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. One 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 on one sense, the storytelling is very haphazard. On another sense, it's like, okay, we we like the character. Suppose like, like it's assumed <laughs> that we like Barbara Gordon as Batgirl, and the conflict is that she can't get over her being shot. And then, like, like the per- first of all, I question the person saying you're under arrest for letting that person die, when the guy had a, a gun pointed to at Batgirl. I mean, so it's it's not as though like like I mean, 
technically, it's, it's not as though she, she, she just stood by and watched a guy die. I mean, she's Batgirl, but at the same time, it wasn't. I mean, if the cop. I mean, if it was a cop, you couldn't say that that use, use that same excuse. And again, that that felt very, very Spider-Man to me. And I know that like somebody dying on the Heroes Watch, that's not exclusively a Spider-Man concept. But like the overall feel of the book, you know, climaxing in that scene with like the cop, you know, I blame you, Barbara Gordon, you, you, you. Oh my gosh. He doesn't mean it, do you? Do you think, if you are a new reader, do you think there's too much, like, side story going on and you would have just, f- like, to focus on? I don't I don't know if there was too much side story. It's not like there was a lot of juggling subplots. Like, oh, the new they roommate, did... would you have wanted? I, I, I feel like I would have waited until issue two to bring her in. <laughs> you bring in the, uh, the roommate? Yeah. You just imagine, like, so, Barbara, um... Tell me about the last place you lived in. Oh, I lived in a big tower, court tower. Wow, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, the place before it was a clock tower, but I hit the self-destruct button because uh, my millionaire friend was fighting the mass murder on live TV, so I destroyed my last place. I didn't mind the roommate. Am I the only one that didn't mind the roommate? I I didn't really care. So uh, what's your job history? Um, I was a librarian, and uh, oh, yeah, I was a member of Congress. Oh, gosh. I'm good, yeah. (laughs) Remember when I did that? I'm gonna miss her being a librarian. The uh, the you, you say she lived in the Cord Tower. Mm-hmm. Yes, Cord Tower. That would have to be the Reyes Tower now, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, Cor- Ted Cord could could still be a rich guy. He just was never Blue Beetle. Jaime Reyes probably does not have his own tower. If he no, does, the, if he does that, 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 that that's stupid. I was actually starting to like, you know, want to read some, you know, some more Blue Beetle stuff because I was kind of digging the character with what I've been reading of him in some '90s Justice League stuff, and now I found out that that, you know, that whole character's gone. That's how a lot of people are feeling. Never existed. Barbara and him um, had a flirtation, mm-hmm. which but, 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 they did. But, yeah, but 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 she chose Dick. Yeah. And, well, uh, well, well, Nightwing. We'll uh, we'll find out in issue three. If, and she kicks his face. Uh, in another dramatic kicks. storytelling of Batgirl. The book that's going to, like, make a thousand shippers cry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, apparently this, uh, this, this issue was sold out, and uh, Simone has been receiving positive feedback. Good for her. Yeah. Oh, genuinely good for you. No, no. Well, I, I, yeah. like it. I wish her, no, I, I, I wish her the best of luck. And honestly, on its on its own, without thinking of you know how it relates to backstory, I I did enjoy it. I do have yeah. issues with it, you know how the continuities match up or don't. Yeah. Um, but well, it, I'm not entirely sure she needed to take the ele- the motorcycle into the elevator. <sighs> that felt like a gag. Uh, I'm not sure she needed to take it into the hospital. Yeah, why? Why didn't yeah. she just? Well, I, yeah, why didn't not just park like, outside? And, well, I guess are notorious for having really long hallways, so I can see how it'd be faster true. to cruise down the hallway on a motorcycle that would be to run it. But you'd have to slow down because of the people and because of the turn. It's. And if I, you get I, your I, legs back, aren't you going to use them whenever you get the chance? These boots are made for walking on a motorcycle. Yeah. It's Let's see. I'm looking at comments that Gail Simone made. But I do agree with. Um, I mean, you just have to, and I guess that's what we all have to do: is separate our comic knowing selves and kind of put our. I don't know. What what was that? Uh, 
eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. We just have to undergo something like that. And then read these books and they'll be fine. Did this issue justify Barbara Gordon being Batgirl again? Did it justify it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Did, like, this could have been written for any Batgirl. Yeah. In my opinion. I saw a lot of Stephanie in there. I don't know if you guys saw a lot of Cassandra in there. It's ripping. No, there's not much Cassandra at all, but, like, it's ripping off Stephanie. Yeah. Okay, so Gail Simone says fear is a killer. We talk a lot about it in comics. Mm-hmm. I think the flip side is courage, and it's interesting to see how the bravest man on the battlefield may fall to a quaking mess when asked to do a public speaking or ride a roller coaster. Oh We're not going to shy away from this stuff. We're going to deal head-on with what Barbara has lived through. It's sometimes dark and sometimes very hopeful, but I think that's really the only way to do it considering who her character is. Okay. Well, if the killing joke had been last month or even last year, I could definitely see her going through these things. But it's been three freaking years, and I've gone through some grief. Three years later, you, you, you tend to be your own person again. And she's actually confronted the Joker twice since then. And see, that for me would be a hell of a bunch worse than a pistol in your face. Yeah, he threw her down the stairs last time. You know what? You know what would be much better if she had doubts about her performing the job as Batgirl because it's been so long. That would be legitimate. Yeah, that's what I was looking forward to. Yeah, getting used to that. This is this was the problem with Justice League. It's not a horrible issue, but what it represents should be so much more. If they're willing to go through this, as many lengths to bring in new readers, it needs to be bombastic, and it's like it's 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 mediocre at best. And like, uh, uh, and then on average, it's just like there's just so many things that factor into it that that are not just continuity related. I mean, there's still stuff I'm looking forward to, but th- if this is if this is the best they've got, it, it wasn't worth it. Let me show you what I'm made of. Good intentions are not enough To get me through today and this life You're in the basement, watching the TV I'm on the second floor, watching the ceiling
What is going on? Michael, we are all your friends, and we all love you really much. I'm good, yeah. Rachel. <laughs> no, you're anything no, but no, good. It's okay, Michael. It's, Rachel knows about this, and Rachel is worried about you, too. We all love you, we and we are your friends. Okay. We all wrote down a list of things we want to say to you. So John, oh, John, you go first. I, I have nothing prepared for this. <laughs> we talked about this last month. <laughs> Where were you for the intervention planning, John? Don, 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 go ahead. Michael, we've known each other for a long time, and I love you very, very much. I'm afraid I feel I have to say you have gone too far. The things you have done have begun to hurt your friends and your family and all of your loved ones. It deepens me. It deepens me. It saddens me really deeply. I don't know. <laughs> I love how that was like the most generic intervention ever. You could be talking about like raping, pillaging, drugs. Goldfish. That's what I had in mind when I was reading it. Yeah. I haven't been this disappointed in you since you destroyed Floyd at my science fair. <laughs> that was all Michael's fault. Yeah. Is somebody going to tell me what what's going on? No, we're not. Because I'm, I'm scared and a little lost. <laughs> and 